Welcome back. Oh, man. This is it. This is the very last episode. And if I sound real excited, it's because I, I am. No more recording of videos and sending clips. I enjoyed it. And it all started back in, like, um, dang, was it February when I got a, a, an inbox from VAR. Hey, dude, I got this idea for, for a show. And I was thinking of, uh, you know, doing my very first marathon and, and wanted to chronicle the journey. I said, okay, that sounds like a great idea. Let's, um, yeah, let's talk further about it. And then about a month or so elapsed, and I got an, uh, another message from India, uh, who's like, yo, I'm thinking of starting a vlog, and I wanted to get some uh, feedback from you. Okay, hit me up. Let me know what you think. I was like, all right, sounds good. Share that experience. I was like, okay. So you start bouncing ideas together. Next thing you know, you come up with something that, that's uh, different or, or bigger than you initially started it, uh, started out thinking it would be. You know, that's, that's the power of, of collaboration, and that's one of the things I think I, I, I really admire about or enjoyed about doing this, uh, this project, was just the ideas and, and then other people get on board, and, um, and so it was good. So, you know, it's coming to an end now. It's done. The marathon is over, and just being able to kind of recap your thoughts about the, uh, the show. Um, like, I got into running on, on a whim. Like I said, I've, I've told this story a couple of times. It's worth... Um, repeating, my, my sister used to send me these emails like uh, for like two years. I was like, yeah, 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 I'm gonna get into it. I'm gonna get into it. And then I didn't take any action. And all of a sudden, on a whim, I, I started. Um, I started running, and and it's, it's kind of grew from there. But stepping out of your 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 comfort zone, something that you didn't normally do, and then start doing, and you find out why. You discover you have a love and a passion for it, and you feel you know there's other people that 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 look like me. Um, and might share some of the same experiences. The next thing you know, you are, you're on a road to Chicago, uh, as it will. Um, so this whole experience of, of doing something, producing a show, have no experience in it. And it's funny when you hear someone else who is already doing something that you're contemplating doing, and they're out there, and they, they tell you, and you're doing a, um, sharing their experience, they tell you, like, the person I'm speaking of is Bill Packard. Uh, when he started doing videos, he was in college, him and his uh, roommate, they, they did a show, they did a movie. No experience, um, just kind of jumped out there. And some people, you can kind of wait for like the perfect conditions, and there's no such thing as perfect conditions, no such thing as like perfect time, I'm going to do it as soon as it's about 78 degrees and it's cool and it's and sunny, the wind temperature is right and there's no, you know, you can wait, for, it's not going to happen. So sometimes you just got to just jump out there and just and just do it. And that was pretty much what we did. We kind of jumped out there, uh, bar laid out a, a, a schedule, started communicating that uh, with, uh, with the team. And we kind of grew from there. And I, I think it's, it's interesting. So I heard once, you know, you want to find out about leadership. Uh, volunteer. I mean, so people are volunteering. They don't have to do it. They just, this is like, I'm not getting paid. I don't have to do this. Um, so it's how you kind of interact with people. And I, and I had to kind of step back because I know my personality. Um, when I get involved with something, like, like let's go. Like, you want to, you like, let's take the bridge. You charge. Everybody's like, no, let's just <laughs> let's dial it down. Let's, uh, let's not take the bridge quite yet. We're going to get over there. Just take it easy. I'm like, come on, let's go, let's go. And, yeah, it doesn't work like that because everyone's um, personality and temperament is, is different. So I have to learn to, to kind of, you know, make the adjustments but you make sacrifices along the way um, like I had a show that I would typically do the behind the wheel morning show sort of put that on hold we have the opportunity to kind of relaunch that but just being able to see 
the growth of, of people going through their transition, completing their very first marathon, preparing to do something spectacular, break their, uh, their previous record. Ooh, excuse me. Break their previous record and just, just kind of complete a marathon, adjusting to life at, uh, with an empty nest. Um, so this has been quite the experience. As I said, I'm glad it's, it's, it's over. Not like, oh, but it just becomes one other thing that you don't have to kind of continue to commit to. But it's a large commitment. I think you start something and, and you realize along the way, wow, this is, this is going to be a lot more because you're having to do something that, that wasn't typically done. I don't think it was. I've never seen a show like this on Facebook or IG where you have Ritz chronicling the journey of runners completing a marathon. Um, and hopefully will inspire others to do something similar to it in the future. So, yeah, I'm excited about it. <laughs> Yo, so as I'm listening to the episode I recorded earlier, just to kind of review before I piece all the, uh, the clips together for Road to Shy Town, the final, final episode, I'm like, yo, I made this seem like it was all, you know, peaches and cream, hunky-dory, you know, apple pie. And it, and it wasn't. Not that it was like a, a nightmare, but you know, it might be misleading to think that, you know, you, you weren't faced with any, any obstacles along the way. And that's just not, that's just not the case. I, I'd be setting someone up for, uh, you know, for a rude awakening. Yes. At points, it was like um, like pulling teeth from from some of the cast members getting the clips in on time. I'm still waiting for a clip now. Um, and then you know you, you, you start out something, and as I mentioned, I'm passionate about things. So when I, and I'm getting involved with something and someone's idea, I'm like, yo, you know, it's it's best to let's come on, let's get it done. And if everyone doesn't share that same enthusiasm, it can be it can be frustrating for for both parties involved. Uh, and the best way to kind of deal with that, you know, is at some point I was like, oh man, I, you know, I could throw my hands up and just walk away, or or you can just confront the issue head on. And I think that's what that that works out best to just kind of confront it and just kind of deal with, you know, pick up the phone if you feel like a, a certain way or you're, you you know things are not going according to plan open keeping you know the lines of communication open is critical you know with anything whether it's a, a, a business relationship a personal relationship you know friendship whatever you know making sure that those lines are, are open two-way and be able to, to speak freely it works out so I think after talking about it, I was like wow dude I didn't realize you felt that way like yeah yeah you know because after a while you know complaining or to a friend of sharing your frustrations um, that you might be having uh, with your family and friends uh, and not speaking directly to the person that, you, that you're having the conflict with, it's really not helpful because they'll listen to your family and friends and sit there, oh, wow, my friend, yeah, mm, ah, ah, mm. But at the end of the day, some if they, if they really care about you and they're, they're worth their soul and got any character and integrity, say, did you speak to so-and-so? And if your answer is no, it's like, what are you talking to me for? Because what am I going to do? Like, I'm not the one you have an issue with. Why did you did you speak to them? Mm. Well, you should probably talk to them, and that kind of works out better rather than you know venting endlessly to someone's like complaining to your loved one about your boss. 
Like either get a new job or, or um mm, ah, you'll just be hearing mm, ah the entire evening. Are so, oh, you listening? Yeah, but like, what am I going to do as your spouse complaining to me about the divorce? I mean, you just won't be listening. I'll just listen. But ultimately, at the end of the day, you, you just want somebody to listen to. You want to take some positive uh, steps. Anyhow, the race Chicago, uh, doing the marathon. Oh my goodness! Tell you, I was. At a loss. I thought I had everything packed up and you know, I went through my check, I'm out the door, I'm in the car, going down to the airport, and that's when I realized I did not have my charge. I look at my phone and now you're counting percentages. I'm like at 20%. Okay, let me turn the phone off and save it. I'll, I'll be able to get a charger. I get to the airport, it's like $45 for a charger. I'm not buying a charger. No, I die. I'm not doing it. I'm not, no, I'm not spending $45 for a charger. Do they have any idea about how much charges cost? And I was like, maybe I should, I could ask maybe a random stranger for, you know, 15 minutes, and I give you $5 for 15 minutes of use of your charger. But who's got 15 minutes to stand around? $5 about to catch a flight? Mm, that might not work out good. So now, like, I, 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 I have to wait till I get to Chicago. And just the convenience of being able to get off of the, the plane, catch a train, Get downtown to the expo. I get my packet. I'm in and out of the expo. You know, I see a couple of people. I make some video clips on a very low percentage. Get off. I find a Walgreens. I buy a charger. And now I got the charger, but I don't have any electricity, so I gotta go to a a five bucks. And so I go into a five bucks and sit down and get juiced up. Uh, and I, you know, requesting an Uber to get to the hotel. And that's when I discover, oh man, I unplugged. I did something I normally wouldn't do, sit and share a seat with a, a total stranger. And so I wind up doing that. But it was worth it because I got juiced up. I got outside because my ride was supposedly there, only to discover that, yeah, it wasn't ready. But all in all, I enjoyed the experience. The course was fantastic. Crowd support, everything was on point. We'll do it again. You know, and just to recognize the power of social media, through a simple post, you're able to know that the National Black Marathoners, men run these streets, Black Chicago Runners, Run Fam, etc. were going to be having a, a meetup and knew where it was going to be and to kind of get there. So that was my, that was my, my motivation. You said, we got to get there, you know. Batteries almost charged. I got to get, uh, finish up at the expo and make it over to this meetup so we can meet with the, uh, finally meet the cast members all in one location. So that was, able, that was great to be able to get together and, and see them and spend some time with them. And then was like, we got to go. He was like, Darrell, my man who's gracious enough to, excuse me, let me share a room with him. Um, because that was at one point I was like, should I, am I going? Yeah, okay. I got, I have a flight. I got tickets. I just need to secure a lodging. It was like, yo, I posted it within the group. It was like, yo, man, if you know, if you need to, you know, I've got a room, extra bed. It's like, okay, sounds like a plan. I might, I might need to, uh, to utilize that, that, take you up on that offer, man, and use that, that bed. And that came in handy. You know, we were sort of like on the same time frame, waking up in the morning um, to get prepared for, for the marathon. And the night before, he oh, you know, he was running for a, a cause, autism speaks. And he's like, yo, I got an extra ticket for a pasta dinner. I was like, yo, bet. That sounds like a plan. We go do pasta, a free meal. 
and I had the pleasure of sitting down at the table with some great folks and just being able to share stories and and you know different from a different group um, but you have that common bond of knowing you know, you're a runner I'm a runner oh you qualified for Boston oh yeah I'm thinking about doing Boston I ran for a charity oh okay what do you think about New York as compared to Chicago well and Boston he put those three world major marathons side by side and said, so, well, which one did you prefer? And it was like, well, yeah, to be honest with you, you didn't hear from me. Yes, I live in Boston, but um, yeah, I really wasn't that much of a fan of the Boston Marathon. I think I preferred New York. Really? And I was like, yeah, I preferred uh, New York. And I haven't run Chicago just, you know, doing Chicago. I was like, man, this was quite the experience. I hadn't done Boston. I'm looking to qualify for Boston. Um, having done New York at the time uh, of preparing for Chicago, but I tell you, there was a point on, along the course where I took my headphones out and just started listening to uh, you know the crowd support. It was it was pretty consistent throughout. I mean, there was like a dry spell going under that tunnel, uh, but for the most part, it was um, you know the crowd support was there. Uh, you know, I, I don't know if I'm partial biased to New York because I grew up in New York. And so being able to run through the streets of New York and viewing the city ground level with, you know, thousands of other runners was, was great. And I had this crazy idea of saying, you know, how cool would it be if in light of, you know, Hurricane Harvey and Irma uh, damaging, you know, Puerto Rico, how cool would it be if the New York Roadrunners Association said, you know what, yeah, you know, in addition to coming down for the expo, why don't you guys bring some uh, donations and we collect it and then we ship them off over into Puerto Rico. You know, how cool would that be just being able to harness the power of, of runners through social media and, and, and they already have UPS there who, you know, they do the, um, you know, the bag collection and they've got it all coordinated so they understand logistics. Uh, I don't know if they necessarily do, you know, I don't know who picks up the clothing, but there's an organization that picks up the clothing. It should be, you know, get baskets, tubs, and put all the gear, all the food and, and donations in, and get it packaged, shipped, up, and then sent off to Puerto Rico. And then you'd have to have somebody on the other end to receive the information. So it's, it's a lot logistically, but I think, yeah, it's a challenge. I, you know, I think that would be interesting to kind of explore. we got to work on it quickly because, you know, November's like right around the corner. Anyhow, that's the end of the rant. Um, I just thought that would be like a cool idea, a cool thing to be able to do, just to be able to harness the power of runners throughout, uh, around the world, coming for a cause and then like saying, hey, you know, a can of food, what is it, how much would a can of, you know, food be, you know, some diapers, you know, bring or whatever to the expo and the day of the race and you make your final collections. Now, let me know your thoughts, comments, rude remarks on that. All right, I'll talk to y'all later.